0: Yeah, I don't think you would
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a waste of my time Hey, welcome to Podcast versus Podcast My name is Eric Devonovich And I have two very special guests here today I'm going to let themselves introduce themselves Actually, introduce each other, why don't you?
0: Alright, uh, so sitting to my right This is Talia Murdoch Host of the Everything Economics podcast
2: Yeah, and to my left is The incomparable Douglas Vandele Host of Comedy Zeitgeist We're both from the Cave Goblin Network Here in Vancouver
1: yeah, and uh, no Piers today, no Piers Ray. I don't know where he is, um, and frankly, I don't care. Uh, this is a podcast where we take turns pitching podcasts to each other, and at the end of the episode, we're going to vote on which podcast pitch that day is a better one, and if we agree, then we're going to quit this podcast forever, and we're going to do that one instead. It's a fun show. Uh, it's a fun little game. It's a fun experiment, and I think it's, it's, a, it's a bonding exercise, and we're all going to become closer as a result of this. Eventually, we're going to find the new show to do. And I'm very excited to one day get there.
2: What are the rules if Piers isn't here to agree on it? Well, is it just too bad for him? Yeah, basically, okay.
1: well, we had a very extensive rule book at one time, but Piers um, went mysteriously missing for a month. And I guess he wasn't eating well. He was trapped in a, in a, in a magical labyrinth. Um, mm-hmm. And when he got back, he was very hungry. And he just chowed down on the very first thing he saw, which happened to be our rule book. The only rule that he that I was able to like pull the, the the pages out of his mouth before he finished. The only rule that was left was um, that we vote on the podcast at the end of the episode and and whichever one we pick is the is our new show. That was the only rule that was left, and we've since added another rule that it has to be unanimous. Um, it's not just majority rule. So other than that, it's basically anything goes. So if we agree on a podcast today, peers has to do it i guess actually i think we could include anybody and they would have to do it (laughs) like it doesn't even have to be peers any guests at all any well guests or people who've never even heard of the show
0: so if it's unanimous that you have to have a a different host in here that host is then legally and morally obligated to come once a week and record five episodes with you i think so yeah who's your dream co-host
1: my dream co-host, oh man, it's got to be—it's probably got to be George Clooney, I think. Yeah.
0: Well, I think I think maybe we should just vote right now.
1: Um, to make George the, the Clooney. the new idea.
0: podcast is the the Eric and George podcast.
1: Well, let's wait until the end of the episode. Right. We have okay. to do that. Um, okay. I'm gonna pitch a podcast. It's the Eric and George podcast. And this would be a podcast where me and George Clooney just get into the booth uh, five days a week. Um, Monday through Friday and we would take turns pitching podcasts to each other and at the end of the episode we would vote on which podcast pitch we agreed on and if we agreed on the one that we agreed on uh, we would quit that show and do that <laughs> other show instead and I think George Clooney would be great at this first of all we know he's uh, mischievous um, he, like, he loves to pull pranks he's, uh, he has a sharp wit um, he has a, a, a studious mind and um, there's something enigmatic about him, about his about his personality, about his uh, just something about his aura that I think would bring people in to listen to the show. And also, he's extremely famous. So I think I think the most of...
0: enigmatic part of him is that he's such a vocal environmentalist, but he's also the spokesperson for Nespresso.
1: <laughs> now, okay, so Nespresso those those little cups are like the Keurig cups. Yeah, I
0: think they came first, but I don't know. Oh,
1: really? Um so Keurig was ripping them off.
0: Yeah, but they still have the uh audacity or the reaper even to
1: DRM <laughs> their coffee pods. Um so I think the first of all I know the inventor of Keurig has recently like disowned his invention yes. cuz he realized the environmental impact. Have they fixed it?
0: Keurig? I think they claim they have. Where I work in the downtown East Side we're above the nespresso distributor for downtown vancouver and the only time i've ever talked to any of them they've tried to sell me on nespresso and eventually because i'll leave my office to get coffee Mm -hmm. and because we have a k cup in the office yeah and morally opposed and eventually they asked me oh so oh we'll we'll hook you up with a free machine why don't you want that and i just said like didn't the inventor of nespresso try to kill themselves
2: which is true (laughs)
1: Because, because they're so for upset the guilt. about it. Yeah, for the guilt. out of guilt. He was oh, on wow.
2: suicide so watch for a long time. This
1: guy was like actually one-upping the Keurig guy. Yeah, maybe it's
2: just a beef. It's
1: like, oh, you just you. Owned it. Watch
0: this.
2: You'll see who feels worse.
0: Hold my espresso.
1: Uh, <laughs> 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 I think that's that... So I didn't know that he was a spokesman for Nespresso, but I still want him on. I think that um, it's important that we get uh, opposing viewpoints and I could maybe change his mind and make him realize his hypocrisy, yes. and also just his massive fame, just bringing all the listeners, I would be rolling in cash.
0: That would be nice get some of those those primo sponsors, like maybe a Casper mattress.
1: <laughs> yeah, Casper Mattress, um, podcast versus podcast, or no, it would be it would be the Eric and George show, whatever the fuck I called it. <laughs> it would be like the official podcast of the oceans, etc franchise.
0: Counterpoint. I've just heard from Clooney's agent that if he does come on this podcast as the host, they're going to have to change the name of the podcast to Nespresso Podcast versus Kurig Podcast. <laughs>
1: um,
0: the I Coffee co- the coffee Pod Podcast.
1: I didn't realize you were so hooked in with, with the Clooney.
0: Well, it's more that his agency. I've got a a, a line into many comedians and actors' agents, mm, which means I've heard the word no in many different ways. All
2: yeah. oh, you need is a Twitter account.
0: Exactly. You, you can, can really tweet anybody. at anybody. Mm. You're allowed to do that. I mean, Jack will let you do anything. Bigotry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, spreading conspiracy theories about uh, people whose children were tragically murdered and saying that they're liars. And promoting that people harass them. Jack oh, you mean crisis most... actors? Crisis, crisis actors. is correct. Yeah.
2: Years of training.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's a thing that uh, this is gets my goat a little bit. Crisis acting is not lying. It is an art unto itself, and um, these people put decades into their craft, becoming you know great crisis actors. And pe- to call them a liar is, I think, unfair, and um, it doesn't really get what they're doing, what they're going through. So are
2: for. you just upset that the the real crisis actors are being overshadowed?
1: Yeah, all these, like, the Sandy Hook crisis actors, the um, all the other crisis actors that I know about, uh, the Pizzagate crisis actors, these people, these are, like, mainstream crisis actors. You know, I, I miss when crisis acting was <laughs> underground. Like, pe- people actually cared. Like, people were doing it for the passion, not just for, you know, I'm... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shift American politics. I'm controlling the media. Well, ever since
0: the CAG got recognized by the Canadian and American governments, for those of you who don't know, that's the Crisis Actors Guild. <laughs> it's just become sort of way too mainstream.
1: Yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. It's over the top. I think it's too commercial. So, my it podcast is.
0: pitch for today is uh, the Crisis Actors podcast, mm. where we discuss uh, famous crisis actors. By their names and aliases and uh how they've impacted the american zeitgeist
1: right how they've how they've uh with their influence yeah um, yeah and that, the thing about that that is so beautiful about this is a lot of people who are um, newbies to the crisis acting scene they don't really truly understand people who never even don't even know one crisis actor they, I don't think they understand the influence that crisis acting has on everyday bits of your life like there's a lot of um, there's a lot of our culture that has been shaped by these people who get no recognition I find
0: oh absolutely like so people recognize regular screen actors like Clooney, for instance, and they yeah. say, oh, you know, he's a chameleon. He can play anyone. But every time you go to the movies, it's, it's top bill is George Clooney. You go there knowing that's George Clooney that I'm looking at. Yeah. And you see the same crisis actor in a different role. They're a completely different person. You don't know that that's John Smith, Joe Bloggs, who's complaining about a gunman in their school yeah. or yeah. dirty water in Flint, Michigan it's so yeah. real
1: <laughs> when 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 you go to a protest you don't understand you don't realize that all these soros funded people are the same soros funded people at a, at the other protest protesting the other Nazis they they completely transform themselves into something different which is wild touching all of our lives um which i appreciate it's mm.
0: important to remember that there's good people on both sides
1: both sides of of uh, both mainstream and underground crisis acting Yeah, every side
2: <laughs> every side is every side of the dodecahedron that we live in yeah
1: except for the one
2: except for the one side yeah yeah that's a
1: we don't, uh, critically poor side we don't need all the need natural to, 20
2: we don't need to give give it airtime
1: yeah you know what i don't even want to talk about that one i don't want to platform the the critical miss of uh, of 20 sided dice
2: well, my podcast pitch has been inspired by my surroundings. Right now, mm-hmm. I want to see, I want to see the crisis actors podcast and the Eric. I'm going to say versus George. Okay. Show, come together and read the parenting and relationships books that we can see outside of here because I think they could all mm. use some some help and guidance.
0: Can I say something about that? I think it's strange that considering it's just you and peers living on this series of oil rigs that you have parenting and relationships book sections what is that about <laughs> well i the... thought
2: it was weird too which is what made me think like this there's a story in here let's um bring it all together the thing is
1: it's not actually just me and peers it's um oh. uh, me and peers and all of our loyal subjects of course uh, who are here uh not by their own decision uh, against their will i guess you would say but <laughs> They they do like to read, and when we allow them to read, these are the kinds of books that they prefer to read.
2: Right, because they they need to understand that you guys are essentially their parents. Yes, exactly. Yeah, they need to know what kind of relationship they should be building mm-hmm. with you, and not so much getting together with everybody else. Yeah,
1: it's important to establish a hierarchy. I find. Um, so have
2: you pulled out all of the books about, you know, teamwork in the relationship setting, and maybe. I can't remember what's the name of the effect where you fall in love with your captor?
1: Stock oh, syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, you've
2: removed yeah. all of those types of things. Yeah, I
1: have uh, sure. I've burned all the Stockholm syndrome books, okay, but good. I've moved all the teamwork books to Mine and Pierce's shacks so okay. that we can read them and become better teammates with each other. How do you Brian. build
2: a shack on an oil rig? Very,
1: very carefully. Very carefully. Yeah.
2: What material did you use? Um, we
1: used... Uh, uh, well, we used different materials, actually. Because uh, at first, we were going to have live together in the same shack. But obviously we We couldn't agree on the on the dimensions. We couldn't agree on the materials we were going to use. We couldn't agree on the decor. So Pierce built his completely out of wood, reclaimed wood that uh, from ships that have ship crashed ship crashed, shipwrecked <laughs> shipwrecked up against well, our they ship crash right? and then
0: they become shipwrecked.
1: Yes, that's right. there's a it's sort of like a meteor in a meteorite? Right? There's a very brief moment where it shifts from just being a ship to being a shipwreck. and that that uh, moment in time is the ship crash, and he takes those uh, reclaimed wood and um, petrified bodies that have uh, fallen to the bottom of the sea.
2: All of those crisis actors.
1: Yeah, cri- well, these ones, I mean, the, the, they They're pay the ultimate scabs. price for their <laughs> for their craft because they uh, they actually died, um, yeah. truly committing to the character, and he uh, and he uses their their corpses to build shacks. And uh, I built mine out of Q-tips. Wow. Yeah, I have to rebuild it every couple of days. Used? No. What? Don't, don't, be, don't be
0: weird.
2: Just thinking, like, that could be the glue.
0: <laughs> yeah, it act like a natural mortar, as they say, reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah. Um,
1: this You would think that. Early designs did use used Q-tips, but the thing is they're too heavy when they're right. used. So they, the top Q-tips start to crush down on the bottom ones, and then the ceiling gets a little lower every few hours
2: you know what you could do Mm. if you had enough dirty q-tips yeah you could make a raft and just float have like a little floating shack because the wax is of course
0: buoyant yeah Mm. water repellent not
2: water soluble
0: there are any cats on this rig
1: yeah too many in my opinion No, Um, that's good
0: have you ever fed a dirty q-tip to a cat
1: no why would i have done that this is (laughs) a real thing
0: this is not a bit cats (laughs) and dogs they love the taste of earwax. If you've ever noticed a cat licking your ears, and once they got the taste of it, that's all they want. They'll chase after your earphones and things. Yeah. Apparently, it's quite nutritious for them. So because there are cats on this oil rig, that could be another hazard of using the used uh, Q-tips yeah. because yeah. they come and lick the mortar out of your house.
1: It's like termites.
2: Your house will get eaten just like when Piers ate the book. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. It's exactly the same. How, so what would the podcast be? It would just be me and George reading these books?
2: Yeah, it would be it would be both of your podcasts combined. So, we're kind of making a bit of a super okay. super podcast.
1: So, we would have like different sections. We'd have one section where me and George uh, debate about which yep. podcast is better and then one section where we talk about crisis actors. Yeah. And then one section where we read the books.
2: Yeah, you would definitely have to get some like butcher paper yeah. to stick up. Like I'm thinking of a really strong team building Podcast where oh, weekly <laughs> you both come with your issues because obviously the right. crisis actors have yeah. a lot of issues, and George is suicidal as we know because right. of his ties with Nespresso. You've got all of these resources <laughs> at hand, yeah. I think you could.
1: Um, I think that here's the thing about this podcast it's too heady, and I like it, I get it, but I think that the lay people are not going to get it's I think it's too, too, much. too yeah, it's too uh, it's too deep for, for most people. Um, a lot of things that they're not going to see the connections between the different thematic elements here.
2: I think they're already saying that they're a bit of a stretch.
1: Mm, I think, yeah, I think, you know, obviously I understand completely, yeah. but uh, I think... Um, I think most people are not going to get it. So I'm going to go ahead and vote for my podcast. I think it's the simplest one. I think uh, getting George Clooney in here and talking about what he loves to talk about best, which is podcasts, is going to really bring in the... the, I'm going to get so much cash out of this. um, And I think it's just better than either of your podcasts.
0: Well, as a CAG member myself, Mm card-carrying CAG member, Mm -hmm. I don't think I could in good conscience allow a SAG member to be... (laughs) given such a platform once Mm -hmm. a week. I think it's dangerous, and I think Jack should ban any (laughs) SAG members from spewing their vitriolic hate on Twitter. And so I'm going to have to vote for mine uh, purely for moral reasons.
1: Yeah, okay.
2: Well, I'm obviously going to vote for mine. Like, well, I see your point. I I think people are ready for depth. Yeah. If there's room for crisis actors' guilt, then there's room for people to be able to make those connections and mm-hmm. learn mm-hmm. stop if we, if we keep treating them all like the commercial in the commercialized way then society can't improve
1: yeah i think i see your point and actually now i'm regretting voting and i wish i could yeah, change this my would vote happen. But, is that uh, a
2: rule as well you can't change yeah your vote. you can't change your vote that's yeah. another rule
1: that we added i forgot about that ah, it's damn shame three rules we do have we have just the three rules, but there's they're ironclad. Yes.
0: It's it's good that you use the paper voting booths because I mean I think even with George you'd have the electronic voting booths and it's so easy to change votes after the fact. Oh absolutely.
2: Yeah. It would be rigged.
0: Any script kitty with a yep. little Arduino could could just make whatever podcast
1: they wanted it would be mayhem Oh man that's and that's that's i'm not ready for that i don't think the world is ready for that no we need no. to fix our fix our problems here with the paper votes before we, we move on to fixing uh other stuff about teamwork and um reading books anyways thanks for listening to podcast versus podcast um we uh, we had a tie today so we won't be doing any of these podcasts Uh, But tune in tomorrow because I got um, I got uh, both of them back here again Piers is not gonna be here for a while now Um, He did text me during the recording of this and said that he's gonna be gone for at least until the end of the week So I'm very disappointed, but luckily I'm not letting them leave uh, So they will be here. Um, Do you want to plug anything? I guess you kind of did already, but plug it again. I think plug them both
2: Yeah, let's plug ourselves everyone head over to the cave Gole- goblin network into the cave Goblin network
0: <laughs> that's with a b cave Goblin with a b cave goblins.com you can find everything on there everything economics talia's wonderful economics podcast comedy zeitgeist where i actually interviewed piers and eric uh i don't know when this will be coming out but you'll be able to find that pretty soon
2: it's there it's in the ether
0: I'm, you'll uh, find
1: it you'll it'll, it'll yeah. be there
0: i'm at doug Vandalay on twitter you spell that like vandelay like a like, like an architect like an architect or like a, a late people mover.
1: <laughs> you can cut out that, that snickering. I won't. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.
2: Bye.